0: Hello everyone. Welcome to Switchcraft a Fingerboard Podcast. My name is Jana, and this time I'm sitting here with someone from halfway across the globe. So everyone say hello to Bijan. Hello, hello,
1: hello. This is Bijan. Yes, all the way from California. So happy and grateful to be uh, on your podcast, Jana. And uh I am the CEO and founder of Playhouse Fingerboard Shop, a brand new shop uh, opening up right here in California, in Los Angeles, and, uh, you know, we're excited, ready to hit the scene.
0: Nice. I think uh, soon I will have talked to pretty much every brick and mortar shop, and I, I hope the list keeps on growing. Oh, yes, yeah. same here, same
1: here, I hope we all continue to push the scene forward and and just develop, you know, new generations of fingerboarders, and, and just keep it going. And I, I think the potential on the scene and for shops is the the, the roof, you know, where we mm-hmm. can go and where we can actually take the scene. I think we can go far, and, and I'm here just to support anything that I can yeah. do to push the scene forward. That's what I'm here for.
0: <laughs> Let's uh, talk a bit a bit about you before we jump into the actual shop. So yeah, how long have you been fingerboarding, and how did you find fingerboarding? Yes, good question. Uh, well, you know,
1: just like everyone else probably in the scene, I was a kid when I first touched a t- uh, fingerboard. You know, when Tech decks first came out, I'm about 31 now. So anyone around my age or a little older yeah. remembers when Tech deck hit hit the scene. Uh, you know, you go to your KB Toys, Toys R Us you would be hyped to get an extra set of wheels or anything like that. So, yeah, yeah. I started
0: up. Uh, Trucks back... when they broke.
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. So, I started back then. Um, and, you know, just like a lot of us, I kind of fell off, continued doing my kid things. Sorry, the baby's coming in here now. <laughs> All right, hold on. No worries. <laughs> Sorry, Baby. You got to go out or you got to be in the interview. I just don't want to make all the noise, so i apologize That's fine. What you going to do, baby? You going to be in the interview? All right, then you got to come here then. You got to talk because you can't just disrupt. If you're going to be on, no, you got to come here then. You got to be a part of the interview. You want to tell the story too, I guess. <laughs> so this is Domani He actually has a fingerboard page Domani Baby FB This is Domani Nice <laughs> and, um, Did you I'm sorry, did you want to
0: No, no, just continue
1: Alright, perfect
0: I, I think it's fine to keep this in here
1: Yeah, no, so
0: So um, I'm sorry What was the question? The baby threw me all off <laughs> uh, We talked about how you got into fingerboarding and you said that you started as a kid and fell off.
1: Yeah, as a kid and then, you know, fell off and uh, I actually got back into it as an adult back in uh, the end of October, November. So I'm still very fresh and very new to the scene. Uh, My friend actually got me back into it. I remember maybe about a couple of years ago, we were actually in a recording studio and he had a, a... he built like his own park and had a fingerboard. I was like, Oh, you know, I just got excited and I started Mm -hmm. to play with that. And then uh, I didn't even get back into it for a couple of years, but I remember back in about in October. um, I don't know what it was. I just had this urge to go get a tech deck and I went to target. bought like, three of them, (laughs) you know, I didn't even notice that there was still like a whole scene, a whole world, Mm -hmm. I I was not hip to anything, I was so clueless, Um, and I thought I was doing something, I'm like, oh, I'm about to make videos, you know, I thought I was about to do something that (laughs) nobody was doing, and I got so obsessed with just fingerboarding again, like, I couldn't even pass a target or a Walmart or anything without stopping. It didn't matter what I was doing. I was like, I gotta stop. I gotta pick up a tech deck. I gotta do something, you know, pick up obstacles, just something. Nice. And um and I remember just I started researching online and uh came across the tech deck Instagram. And I remember they showed a couple of clips of people and I was mind blown. I was mind-blown of what I was seeing, uh, the tricks I was seeing people do. And uh, one of the first people I actually started to talk to, it was actually two people. It was a guy named uh, PJ, a.k.a. Fingerbreaks, and my guy Johnny, a.k.a. JG Fingerboard. Um, I just randomly hit them up just to ask questions, you know, and they were very cool, very responsive. You know, they... uh, told me things and i was already you know starting to make my clips and my post on my regular instagram um but Mm -hmm. after i talked to them they you know they kind of gave me the okay to to make my you know my official fingerboard instagram so i gotta (laughs) shout them out because they're like without them you know i probably wouldn't even made my own instagram page so shout out to finger breaks and jg fingerboard
0: Yeah, I only got Instagram because of fingerboarding. So, Oh, really? For me, yeah, cause didn't use it before. And yeah, when I was at the Azzy Berlin shop, uh, yeah, they kept going on about Instagram was like four years ago-ish, maybe a bit more. And yeah, I was like, okay, I'll I'll get one just for fingerboarding and yeah.
1: Yeah, no, and you know, I I instantly, I just became so obsessed, I became a student, you know, I was looking Mm -hmm. up all the YouTube videos, looking up all the the top people in the scene, you know, just whoever I thought was cool, I was uh, just contacting people, you know, asking how to do certain tricks, and shout out Mm -hmm. to uh, Kelsey Fingerboards and Chubby Muffin, because for the people who just come into the scene, and you look up on YouTube, they will
0: teach you. They're what you <laughs> find. yeah.
1: They're, they're right there, so shout out to yeah. them too. You know, they definitely have helped me with my, at least my basic tricks, you
0: know. Did Did you also come across the uh, undialed fingerboard stuff, or? No, you know, I, I you just... Because I thought they were like the, because I, I imagined that being the first thing that comes up when you search for fingerboarding on youtube since they are i think the channel with the biggest subscribers Yeah, because they're non-fingerboarding stuff
1: right i think when i looked up i'm not gonna lie i think kelsey was one of the first people that i saw and i was just looking up how to do things
0: i mean that makes sense because kelsey is uh also has quite a lot of subscribers and
1: yeah, for sure. And, you know, even there were just old videos. And like I said, I was just a student. So I was trying to go back to the history of it and, you know, just learning about Mike Schneider. Just everybody, just the whole scene. I was, I mean, I, I would be driving and just looking at clips. And, you know, I was so obsessed and such a big student. Uh, and, and that's why I fell in love with the scene. And that's why, you know, just led me to, to creating the shots. In the first place, and
0: and now you're a part of a podcast where we basically only talk about history. So
1: right, and and that's (laughs) why I love your podcast because for anybody who's in the scene, who's new, this is where you need to come to because you will learn so much.
0: And just, I, I think it to to to. I think the barrier to to entry is quite high to listen to this podcast mm-hmm. since it's much more in depth than other podcasts, even like in in non fingerboard in the non fingerboarding world like this I imagine this podcast being something that people only listen to that are super in the scene or super uh, super passionate about the scene yeah and i I always think okay. Do most people know the stuff already? Because to know this podcast and to listen to this podcast, you probably need to know quite a lot about fingerboarding already. So it's always a, a tight line for me to right. to see and, what topics I talk about.
1: And I feel like I'm the perfect person to probably answer that question for someone who's, you know, I have my time in it now, but for someone who's brand new to mm-hmm. the scene, who absolutely knows nothing, your podcast is awesome. It's the shit. You know,
0: it, nice, it, thank you.
1: It, you go, you know, you talk to all companies, you know, you you let people know who's who, you, you go in depth yeah. things, you, you go, you know, just, you have so much knowledge of the scene that if anybody wants to learn the history, they can just put on your your podcast like I do. Play YouTube. Let the whole playlist play. Yeah. <laughs> got yeah, skills uh, out
0: here. She's tough, you know. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, I, I also sometimes think yeah. By now I I'm probably one of the few people who who listen to a lot of fingerboard history because I I like you said I talk to so many people mm-hmm. and I. Uh, I keep waiting for uh, fingerboard events to happen again. Mm. And it's a a dream of mine to do like a pop quiz uh, on the next fingerboard event and do like, yeah, see who knows stuff about fingerboarding. Right,
1: right. I think Mm. that'd be awesome. I think that'd be awesome. People like you are very important. Like, I don't know if people give you, you know, enough recognition, enough credit. Like, you're very important to this scene. And I just want to thank you and let you know that. Th- you know. Thank, thank you to say that. You know. But
0: I, I think people like you are uh, even, even more important to the scene because uh, uh, I think the the whole setting up a physical location is something that just can't be replaced. Like right. I, I don't know if I would have gotten back into fingerboarding if it wasn't for the Berlin shop because I kind of kept tabs on the fingerboard scene the whole time like I wasn't like super involved but once every every like once a year or something I would go go to YouTube and find some clips or but I was not ne- like I was never I never forgot about fingerboarding but I like I didn't know who Mike Schneider was when I came back like right. it wasn't like I was super involved and only when I walked into the shop and was welcomed with open arms and had people to fill me in about the nine years that I missed about fingerboarding. Right. Like Those are the things that kept me coming back and then uh, that kept me getting back into the scene as a whole. And I think that's something for getting people that used to fingerboard when they were kids and also people who are just getting started or don't know anything about fingerboarding because... I see that at the as a Berlin shop quite a lot where it's in a very touristic part of the town mm-hmm. and it's, it's like right on the edge of the main tourist street. So mm-hmm. it's not like, it's not like a lot of tourists wander by there, but it's a general area that's quite touristy. So there, like when, when the shop is like normally open, like not in the current times, mm-hmm there's so many people just wandering in don't know anything about fingerboarding and just just basically take a tour through the shops see look at the basement look at all the graffitis, and maybe get like a a couple words from TKY or Ramon right. to tell them what fingerboarding is about and like if someone comes in with a skateboard they usually stoked to see this and be like okay you can actually do tricks and can control it and stuff like that and i've seen so many people coming in like randomly and then coming back and then buying another deck like a couple months later or perf trucks and i think this is so important for a scene to grow to have people to help you and to uh, have people that are better than you because I play so many game of skates, and I usually play with people that are better than me. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I felt that I improved quite fast. Uh, like if I weren't at the shop, I would have never progressed that fast.
1: Right, and and just to add on to everything that you said from the beginning of welp- welcoming you with open arms. Uh, that was one of the main things why I fell in love with the scene because everyone that I was talking to was so kind and so opening and so, you know, warm and just supportive. Anytime I had a question or anything, I needed to know anything, people answered right away. And, and it was all love. It wasn't, uh, you're not good at this, you're not good at that. It was it was all love. And that's what made me fall in love with the scene. Um, and, and as far as, uh, the physical shop, like you say, where uh, the Berlin shop I see is, um, I would like to get a, a second shop, even on the west side of LA, because where we are, we're mm. like on the east side of LA, and it's on a main street, um, but because of COVID and everything, it kind of hasn't been mm. too busy around. Um, but... Hold on, we're going to pause right there. Sorry, I wanted to add on to some stuff, but
0: I forgot. <laughs> that, that's behind the scenes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the blooper section. Maybe,
0: may, maybe we'll uh, we'll just do another interview in in a year or so. Oh yeah, or...
1: no, no worries, no yeah. worries.
0: Um, yeah. Have you had uh, any like? regulars establishing at the shop so far like people that come in regularly yeah so uh my 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 partner uh finger flip
1: you know he handles all the marketing and stuff so he's actually hosted some sessions uh we've actually had some private events and we definitely do have some regulars that come through here uh you know i hate to forget anybody but shout out to worthless profit shout out to uh oh yeah uh
0: I, I've been follow, uh, following him for for ages. Yeah, yeah, he's a beast. He yeah. also has like a in, insane collection, and even more more completes than I do, and that's usually a tall order.
1: Oh yeah, man. <laughs> he he's he's a beast, and there's a couple of them. I, I believe it's his homie Dre, Cool Hands, uh, Cool Fingers. Um, who else we got? Fingerboard Friday. My boy, Jocko. He comes through here. Um, It's a few of them. We got another kid that comes through here. Can't remember his Instagram name, but, you know, like I said, I I hate to forget the names, but Mm. they're definitely, we've we've established at least, you know, just 10, at least 10 regulars. And we haven't even opened, you know, Mm. literally everyone we've invited has been a select uh, group of people. You know, nothing has been, open to yeah. the public uh, but everyone that has come through has had fun they've given us much love and support everyone's excited nice. you know to to have a yeah. shop um yeah and, and you know the whole reason why i even wanted to make the shop was once you know going back to the being a student and just learning the scene uh once i mm. saw the I berlin shop, i was just like yo why don't we have a shop out here? You know, and I was brand new. So it was just like, right. I was mind blown at all the stuff that I was seeing.
0: And, and, and especially LA because LA has been a hotspot for quite a while now. Like I, I would say like from cities that don't have a shop or at least a well-known location. Cause I, I would count something like Porto with Pateo and, uh, Uh, Boston with Mike Mm -hmm. like outside of those cities and Berlin like LA has always been the city that I heard like multiple things about like so many companies are from there like the I I think there is the uh, G8 session or something Mm -hmm. isn't that also in LA yeah and uh... and Sorry also Mm -hmm. hosts things uh, there and yeah there were like always things popping up and i always was like i think la should have a shop eventually
1: no definitely and and you know the yeah and once i started seeing the g8 uh even Slushco, you know we're we're actually oh yeah in two different counties though so you know they're in orange county and, uh, and we're in L.A. County, so it's actually two different counties. We're, we're not too far from each other, though, maybe about 45 minutes. Um, but when I was, you know, first just looking into the scene, I was just trying to figure out why doesn't L.A. have a shot, you know? Yeah. And as I'm beginning to dig into the scene and just doing my research and, you know, getting to know everyone and building relationships, you know, a lot of the companies come from Southern California, so that was also another motivation for me to uh, open up a shop, just to you know have somewhere where, where our companies can come and have a home front, and you know because it's just not mm. about you know me or Playhouse, like it's really a shop for the community. So yeah. anybody who wants to be in here, come through. You know, you got to house that
0: Playhouse, <laughs> a home. <laughs> And uh do you know how many uh like how many days during the week you will be open once everything opens back up again?
1: Yeah, you know my goal is to be open seven days a week. Um, oh, nice. I, I want to have a place where kids can come after school, you know I, I grew up mm-hmm. uh you know, like all the other kids skating, riding bikes, playing sports um and I always had somewhere where I could go after school, so. That yeah, was a huge motivation for me, just having somewhere where the yeah. local kids uh, can come, uh, you know, after school and just hang out, even if it's from 3 to 8, you know, 3 to 7. Just, yeah. just somewhere where they can go, you know, and, and yeah. so that was a big motivation for me, just somewhere where people come after school and, and on the weekends, you know, we'll, we'll go all night and then, you know, the older yeah. folks can come. Hang out later, yeah.
0: you know <laughs> yeah. yeah when when i was young uh, like in Germany we have uh they're called youth houses or youth clubs, and a lot of in a lot of cases they're uh uh they're not they're owned by the city, but the people who go there are the ones taking care of it like uh, uh when I was like sixteen and going there, like other sixteen year olds were doing the bar. Right. other 16 year olds were like someone was a bouncer like someone ke- kept uh, kept care of like ordering all the uh, all the stuff in the back end so that we always had drinks there and like we would organize concerts and it was all like a, it was a very metal and punk themed thing so basically everyone there was in in that realm of music Which is also where I picked up a lot of my, uh, or developed a lot of my music taste. And I would always go there, like, play card games. Like, just, like, all of my friends I knew in that time were from there. And just having a place like that where you you could go and meet, like, like like-minded people is, like, so important. And now that I'm working, like, uh, a 9-to-5 job, basically like when it's not covid i really really need to go to the shop sometimes like some like if i don't go like at least once a week i'm like i i just need that for myself to to shut down to mentally shut down and focus on something else and just engulf myself in that world for right one evening and
1: well because fingerboarding is very therapeutic it's it's very therapeutic so
0: and it teaches a lot of patience it
1: does it does it does like you can't just pick up a fingerboard and think you're about to be nice (laughs) by tomorrow you know it's gonna take you some time and and it's funny you know because to my friends and people who don't really like fingerboard like they think i'm awesome at it they think i'm great and i'm just like (laughs) You should see the people on my team and the people that I know. You know, like, they're sick, but but it's cool. I like yeah. you know.
0: <laughs> and and people who don't know anything about fingerboarding, like they they never know how hard the things you do actually are. Like when when I do a nolly heel, mm-hmm. it looks the same as a regular kickflip for them. Right. And it took me much longer to learn a nolly heel than it than it did a kickflip, and. Yeah, when it comes to, like, impressing people that don't do a fingerboard, it's usually, like, just do a flip into something. and may- Maybe flip out, like, ju- just do, like, something combo-y or, yeah. Anything, anything. As long as it flips a lot.
1: <laughs> Any flip in a the land, they're mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah. oh, my gosh, how'd you do that?
0: <laughs> Especially when you when you tell them before, like, this is what I'm going to do. And then you do the exact same thing. Cause a lot of people don't, don't, don't really get that it's like actually controlled and be like, just punching on the board and it goes flying and then you put their fingers on it when it lands. Right. And yeah, it's, my as you know, it's much more than that.
1: Oh yeah. No, my favorite is when, you know, my skateboarding buddies, you know, try to get on it and, and they can't mm. do it. It's so, like, yeah, you know, you gotta have some skills. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah, a... and
0: but in in the end, it works just like it does on the on the big board. Oh yeah, and... no,
1: for sure. You know, so that's why. Mm. But you know, but then that's why they also think that they can probably do some things just, yeah. you know, <laughs> right away that they probably can't. Like, nah, you're gonna have to practice it too. Just like you practice with your feet. <laughs>
0: just just like I thought I. I can just step on the skateboard again and do a backside board slide. And then I shattered my elbow and I now I have a busted elbow and, two years and, later. And there it is. We all do it. We yeah. all do it. We all do yeah. it. You
1: know, we all do it. You no,
0: know, for sure. Um, you mentioned uh, LA-based companies before that. And one thing that immediately stuck out to me, uh, being around a bit when you first posted your space... Was some of the parks that you have there? Because uh, I noticed the LAFB stuff. Because I I used to love that shit. Because to me, those obstacles were some of the coolest builds. Like the there's one. I don't think you have that one there. Like the curved stair set. If you know what I mean. Yeah, no, it's I like, don't, we don't have that. Yeah, one. yeah, it's like a brick thing with like two down hoppers that are curved. Mm-hmm. And I followed that build for like months. Like I, I always was like, I need to see more work in progress. Shit, this is so dope. Right. And right, right. yeah, and the the car spot gap, and yeah. So uh, how how did you uh, get those parts? Because I know that LAFB basically disappeared from the scene a while back, and yeah, haven't heard anything from from him since and then i saw the parks at your place and was like ah at least those uh, survived they're still around still (laughs) kicking
1: uh with those with the LAFB, i have to give it all uh to my marketing partner you know uh Mm
0: fingerprint
1: he you know he was already tapped in with a couple of people knew who to get in contact with and said hey we need those and he made it happen and you know, yes. so I got to give it all the finger flip on those. He, you know, he's kind of my experienced guy. So he, yeah. he's helped me tremendously. Um, and, and yeah, and uh, we got the Carlsbad gap. Uh, yeah, Lalo. that's dope. Yeah, but Lalo had that one. And he said, Hey, you know, I need this here with you guys. Yeah. And we he said, Hey,
0: <laughs> thank yeah, it's you. Super, it's super cool to see those spots because, yeah, I always wondered where they went. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. They're, they're right here, and um, and we have a lot more parks coming. Um, you know, we we definitely got to get our Black River Park in here coming soon. You know, hopefully before our July 11th opening. Uh, but yeah, you know, we have so much stuff to do, um, so much work to do here. You know, but it, it's all just the beginning, and yeah. you know, where how we- many
0: parks. Oh, sorry,
1: no, no, go ahead. go ahead.
0: How many parks do you have at the moment? Um, uh, right now, how we, many do you plan to have?
1: Right now, we have five. Uh, we plan on at least getting up to at least 15, 20. You know, we, we have that's a lot of space, yeah. Like, we, we have a, like
0: Aussie doesn't like Aussie only has a handful, but uh, for Aussie, it's usually like very big parts, mm-hmm. so they have. Let me count. They have a Black River Park, the Stone Park. They have uh, two that are built into the basement. And they have like two small pl- plazas, a flat uh, spot, uh, a stair set and the like uh, concrete top with, uh, with a, mar- a marble uh, menu pad and a marble uh, picnic table, the so-called simple spot. And uh, another uh, flat surface, and yeah, and that's also the pop park. So, yeah, it's it's quite a lot when you count it, but I would say it's more like five parks plus a few it was additional some, things. Yeah,
1: with some spots. Yeah, you no, know, in here, you hmm. know, um, actually, how, how we got the building, we, we got very, very lucky and we came into a good situation. Uh, my mom actually had a building where she was opening up a thrift shop and mm-hmm. but the building was so huge and like me being such a big fan and so invested in the scene i said uh mom you don't need all this space let me go ahead <laughs> let me go ahead and uh use these rooms for a uh, fingerboard she said hey she said you know
0: I mean, that's, you know, that's cool. Yeah, if, say, if that works.
1: Yeah, if it works, you can take over the whole building. So, you know, but, <laughs> but no, but um, this is just uh, our first location. And like I said, we're on the east side of LA. So we plan mm-hmm. on getting another one on the west side of LA. So we want to have at least two shops, on, you know, in the city. Um, And that's, uh,
0: that would be dope. And that I think would also be a first, like, yeah. pushing
1: the scene forward that's what we're trying yeah. to do we're, we're just trying to you know push the scene mm. forward and and just to even go back on uh you know how it started you you were actually a mm-hmm. big help too because i remember when i was uh just reaching out and and seeing who i had to talk to i remember you gave me a few names and and people were very responsive a lot of people actually wrote me back i can't even
0: remember that
1: uh, I think it might have been.
0: Uh, yeah, I,
1: I think you might have told me about mezcal or slush coat. I think because I yeah, think
0: it could it could, it could be.
1: Yeah, it, it, you know what? Yeah. I was getting so many names, and uh, and yeah. I was reaching out, and you know, I was you know, I was getting some positive responses. Some people, you know, not yet, but I understood where mm-hmm. I was at the time. I understood not a lot of people knew me, so I understood mm-hmm. I had to come with a little more showing, you know, to kind of get everybody on board. And, uh, you know, thankfully to my guy, Fingerflip, you know, he, he reached out to me and said, hey, uh, I would love to help you, you know, start up. Um, you know, I can help you with marketing. You know, we'll, we'll get out to these companies, let them know that hmm. we're, you know, we're here and we're opening up. And, and that's what he came and did. And, you know, his help has been so much because it allows me to continue to to do what I have to do, you know, mm-hmm. outside of the shop to to be able to yeah. fund things and, and things like that. So, you know, his help has been tremendous.
0: Yeah, I think uh having having a second person is at some point inevitable. Like uh at the Aussie shop it was basically just Timo for a while. Mm-hmm. And there were other people like floating around that would like Uh, basically take care of the counter uh, like two days a week or a day a week. But like when uh, Ramon joined officially and then when Nolly uh, joined officially, like that was like, you can actually see the shift in Timo because now he can focus on what he focuses on. Like he can, he can do all the, all the ramp stuff and, and, uh, do the like painting and uh, photographing and take care of the online shop and sending out orders and all of that. And now uh, Nolly does the actual uh, creating of the concrete rams all in the basement. And it's like having multiple people that can all focus on like their area that they're comfortable with. Right. Like you could actually see the shift in Timo where he got like way more relaxed and right yeah you so. know
1: you know it, it it definitely it helps so much you know um and like i'm sure you know if you ask anybody they probably say yeah i could have done it all by myself but but really it's like yeah you know it it's tough it's tough and um and i'm very happy and grateful to to have lottie aka finger Flip, you know um Just, you know, just his experience, you know, in the Mm -hmm. community and and his
0: connections. I I think that that's something that also basically is inevitable with shop. Because, I mean, it's super cool to have someone that's really fresh into the scene Mm -hmm. uh, that wants to do stuff. But I think like having someone who knows the right people and yeah... Uh, and also knows like, okay, this is a cool company or yeah, this one is uh, is a bit sketchy. Like just uh, just know who, who you're dealing with. Like, right. I think that's, that's something without that, I would have been a bit skeptic of it working out. But if, if there's someone that knows a lot about, or at least been around a bit, that's, uh, that's really helpful i think
1: no no you're you're absolutely right and you know that's why people like you were very helpful in helping me create it because honestly it was all just a thought (laughs) it was Mm -hmm. just you know just a vision (laughs) even even before you know working out the location uh I was just having FOMO, like, why don't we have a place like this? Like, I was going crazy. Like, yeah. you mean to tell me to yeah. have all these companies, but but no shop? Like, and yeah. that was my determination, you know, just to just
0: to have yeah. somewhere. And lately, there have been so many shops popping up, like all over the world. Like, oh yeah, uh, like I, I think in the states we're at at least. Four physical locations now, if if you count count Slush cult because I think Slush cult like I mean, you probably know more about that than I do, but uh, isn't uh Slush cult is like very very tiny, uh, like a very tiny l- location, right?
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. I, I actually haven't um, uh, had the chance to step foot in Slush Cult yet, but yes, from what mm-hmm. I know from what I hear it's a very uh like a small kind Corner of uh, sto- section sectional yeah. store um more yeah. like a retail store but you know yeah. uh, definitely uh designed for yeah that. not like
0: set up for having parks and stuff right
1: right right and you know I, like not to, to you know uh you know not to speak on what they do because i'm not all the way sure but I, from mm. what I know, it's more like a, a retail store that's designed kind of more for like the mm. board community. And uh, just yeah. a mini shop. I know they have a lot of cool things in there that are mini. Yeah, it's a, it's it, a really exactly. cool shop,
0: honestly. It's, it's a different concept.
1: You're Right, right, right. And, yeah. and it's an awesome shop. But uh, but yeah, like I even said before, even with them, that's in, in Orange County, which is, you know, it, it, it's right near us, but it, it's still, it's not like LA, you know? And, and I just wanted mm-hmm. to have that... that la shop and and somewhere where, yeah. you know the, the people here uh you know there's so many companies just in la so local that i just wanted them to have a place to be yeah. able to come to you know
0: since i'm coming from the uh from the music and metal mm-hmm. scene i in the metal scene it's like very common to have uh, an album release party or like uh a live stream or yeah just just something when something new happens and I always felt that in fingerboarding that could be something that just doesn't exist yet like having like a stock release party in a physical location or having like some some merchandise that you can only get in that physical store from from local ban- uh, companies in that case and like to just use a store much more as a hub rather than it being just a store. Like, because in in the metal scene or also in Magic the Gatherings, what what I also play, like stores are hubs for everything that happens with the community. Right. And that's something that uh, that where I feel is what I feel is the biggest appeal and the biggest strength of a physical location because you can, you can be that hub and can be a center of everything that's happening in that local scene.
1: Yes, no, I agree. And I like that idea. Um, we should definitely have those uh, release parties, you know, stock release parties. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and, and like I said, you know, that's pretty much what i would love to do like i said anyone who mm-hmm. can come and, and 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 you know promote their their company or have their own events here like anything like that like i said we're we're here mm-hmm. for the community um you know here's a place so everyone doesn't have to go out and, and pay the rent for the building
0: here come here yeah <laughs> you know because and, you know, cause, and
1: you know, go ahead I'm and
0: sorry. Yeah, uh, sorry. And uh, people who don't have a park at home, like so many people, just have a desk and like a handful of obstacles. And just being able to actually ride a park, even if it's not with someone else, is something a lot of people don't get the experience uh, don't get to experience for quite a while. Right. And when they come to the Aussie Berlin shop, it's like. Like, like you can see it in their face that it's like yeah, it's like paradise there. Oh, yeah. And and just having having that and being able to film something that's in a different environment than ninety-nine percent of your clips. Cause when when I watch Instagram videos or even even just even full parts, if it's all the same camera angle on the same obstacle on the same desk, at some point, it, it just gets repetitive, no matter what you do. Right. And even if you do the gnarliest tricks (laughs) ever, it's still, I, like, at least for me, I need a bit of switching up, uh, in, in between clips and like having the opportunity to go somewhere and get tricks on. An obstacle you've never ridden before, or a park you've never seen before, I think that that's something that uh, that really stands out to people, even long after they've been to the store.
1: Right, like, right. Oh
0: yeah, I filmed filmed that clip when I was at the store, and yeah.
1: Right, and like you said, just to actually see a park and to be able to ride on a park, and and there's a lot of people that don't even know they actually have parks for fingerboards. Yeah, uh, I remember you know when we first picked up our couple of parks, uh, I was showing my neighbor, and he just stared at it for like twenty minutes. <laughs> you know, and he was, yeah. it was just so amazed. He was like, "I've never seen this." And and because I remember I was actually telling him that I was gonna open up a shop, and he kind of looked at me like, mm, like, <laughs> a so like what, are you, "What are you talking about, man?" And then uh, I brought one of the parks home, and he was like, "Wow." Awesome, and he's actually uh, one of the guys who's going to be making some parks here in the future. So, very ah, cool, yeah, very excited. Cool, um, and yeah, I,
0: making making parks is fun as hell.
1: Oh, yeah, I've been seeing you, I've been seeing you doing your thing. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm like today, I got my fourth uh, 20 kilo bag of concrete, which is I've, I think I calculated, I think it's something like 70 pounds, 60 pounds it's a lot so yeah Yeah, i got my fourth back today and this time it's like a different material than the rest so i hope i can do stuff i couldn't do with the other material yeah See, you're
1: handy and you have the patience i I can't yeah i can't do that i just i just have to buy (laughs) it yeah yeah. I,
0: i i love building stuff like i i always have and doesn't matter the medium like like it could be code on a computer could be a video could it could be a photograph on my DSLR, could be miniature stuff, sewing. Like, I just like making things, and fingerboarding gives me an excuse to make things.
1: Right. There you go. There you go. Well, whenever you want to make uh you know, a Playhouse custom park, we'll, we'll pay you. <laughs> yeah,
0: some, like a, a team member from... Uh, uh, from the five team who's from the States was like, Okay, when can I fly you out and have you build a park for me?
1: Exactly. There you go. We got to plan a, a yeah. summer trip. M-
0: maybe I'll, uh, I'll do a Canada and US tour. Uh, yeah, there you go. Eventually. Diana,
1: uh, US yeah. Canada tour. Got to do it. The collection. Coming to yeah. you. <laughs> to a shop near you. <laughs> yeah, we need that. We need that. Stop yeah.
0: We need that. <laughs> we need those. Yeah. Um, I think I will now transition into a topic I uh, always like to call rapid fire, even though it's anything but rapid. <laughs> but uh, the idea is to get through these questions uh, or to answer these questions rather quickly. but if you spend a bit time on uh, a few of those, doesn't really matter to me, but yeah, okay um. Uh, first question is What's your favorite wheels?
1: Favorite wheels right now would definitely have to be uh, ill pills.
0: Oh, nice, yeah, yeah. I haven't uh, given I actually, them a try I, myself, but yeah,
1: yeah. You know, uh, them are dynamics, I actually like dynamics too. They both have oh, okay. nice squeak.
0: My my boyfriend can't be in the same room when I write uh, on my part because he hates the squeak of uh, your things. Like like, that's the
1: beauty. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like, like
0: gives music. him shivers, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, I'm, I, I have to get out of here." <laughs> the um, what's your favorite deck and <laughs> shape? <laughs>
1: Uh, deck in shape. Actually, I'd have to say right now it's my beast pants. Uh, ah, nice. I like the thirty-two Feral, to be honest, it, it's been smooth. And
0: feral, uh, it's the uh, the low one or the yeah, it's higher? Yeah,
1: the The one. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and just even going back to, I'd have to say my first deck truly, because my first you know professional deck I'd have to say was from my young man Adam, uh, Decks. And, uh, that was a 34, mm-hmm. um, and I would have to say, you know, just, just those two, but I, but I really do like those beast pants. It's nice. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, I'll, uh, hopefully, uh, get, uh, get to talk to, uh, uh Chris from beast pants soon and oh yeah, he's awesome. I'm really to. looking forward to that.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He got to, he's an awesome guy. We actually live probably yeah. like 15 minutes away from each other. oh nice yeah he's awesome and uh yeah his decks every time i get some new decks from him it's like christmas you know Uh, that's the exciting (laughs) part too you know i get to i get to be a consumer to all these different companies and a lot of companies Mm. i haven't you know been able to try yet Um, there are so many so many you know and i and i definitely want to get my hands in on you know the locals and, and spread out um, but actually, I have a couple of sponsors myself, uh, uh, Grouchy, FBS, he's actually on the East Coast, and Brodex is an up-and-coming up company, uh, up company out in Oregon, and uh, they both make some awesome decks.
0: Nice. Um, what's your favorite trick on flat?
1: On oh, flat, I have to, you know, I'm still new, so definitely probably like a fakie heel flip or a big heel.
0: I, 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 that gives me shivers. <laughs> I, I'm so like, I I was very good at heel flips, and now I suck at any variation of regular <laughs> heel flips and fakie heel flips. Like,
1: yeah, those those definitely are probably my my favorite right now. I'm still working on a lot of nollie and switch. So, so my uh,
0: my advice would be when you start learning uh, nollie and switch. Keep practicing regular ones because that was what happened to me. Because I was only doing nolly heels and switch heels, and yeah, the regular heels and then you just started disappeared. Just
1: being able to do only one thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> <And> now, <laughs> like, That's the weird part. Like, like... and <laughs> with
0: with with kick flips, it's like not as bad, but also bad. Like, right. My like the first trick I do in any game of skate would always be a nolly flip. Uh-huh. And when my opponent sets a kickflip, I'm always sweating a bit and be like, "You got this! <laughs> <laughs> it's just a kickflip."
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. That's how I get my uh, I get people letters on skate because you know I'm yeah, the not the best one, but I love to compete. I have a competitive nature, and yeah. I act like I'm gonna win for sure. Like you can't tell <laughs> me I'm not gonna win. I don't care who it is. <laughs> um, but. I just, you know, I do
0: the easy tricks.
1: Uh, Ollie in there. fake yeah. <laughs> Ollie And those are the ones that uh, people uh, mess up on. And it's so funny.
0: Backside 180. <laughs> like, just the Ollie backside 180 yeah. trips people up Every so many time. times.
1: Every Cause, time.
0: Because you don't do that trick. Like, like yeah. <laughs>
1: right. No, yeah. And, and it's those little tricks. That's how I, you know, that's how I make my mark in the game. I'm usually the yeah. first one to lose <laughs> But I'm gonna give but you you at some least letters
0: got them a couple letters. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm gonna give you some letters, you know, for sure. Believe that. <laughs>
0: uh what's your favorite song right now?
1: Ooh, my favorite song. Ah,
0: and I bet you that I never heard of it. Ah,
1: my favorite <laughs> song. You know, that's a good question. I wanna answer this fast. I listen to so much music. I'm actually a very big music guy. Yeah, me too. Ah, my favorite song. Sheesh, that's so tough. <laughs> um, why can't I think of a favorite song? Right, I,
0: now? I'll throw uh, my current one in, so you have a bit more time to mm-hmm. think about something. Uh, for me, currently, it's uh, "Mystifier" from Bewitcher. It's uh, yeah, I think I mentioned Bewitcher in the last recording as well. But yeah, I, I'm obsessed with the album uh, uh, that they just released. And yeah, it's, it's like, uh, metal gets weird with genre names. We have a genre, like a name for every sub-genre. Right. And this would be a Blackened Speed Metal or black and Roll. And yeah.
1: Right. You know what? I have to say, one of my favorite <laughs> songs right now... Um, I truly like it just because it it, it, uh, it kind of hits home, you know. It's by Nas. It's mm-hmm. called Black CEO. It's just a black CEO, which, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, I am. Yeah. <laughs> so I like that. You know, I like that song. Nice. I'm actually going to make yeah. an edit to that song.
0: Uh, nice. That, that sounds like a like an awesome idea. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, uh, you know, I plan on making a playhouse edit to that song very soon, but I, I do like that song.
0: Nice. Nice. Uh, Outdoor or indoor fingerboarding? Or have you actually had a chance to go outdoor fingerboarding yet?
1: Great question. I love fingerboarding outdoor. I can't even walk around as a normal person. I have to (laughs) stop. I have to hit something up. I have to try to get a clip. Like I am not a normal person when I walk around outside. I absolutely, even when I first started fingerboarding, because I didn't have too much at home, so outside Mm -hmm. was... Where I had to, you know, find my spots and where I had to learn, so I'm definitely a fan of outside. <laughs> nice. Even though I have, yeah. you know, even though the shop—I mean, don't get me wrong—the shop is awesome. I love the vibe, and you know, people can come hang out. But just getting out there and walking around and finding spots mm. outside—that's oh yeah, that's the best.
0: I always feel weird like fingerboarding alone outside. <laughs> like I, I, I don't mind going on missions with like. Uh, two or three friends, and uh, I'm actually always looking forward to that when we get to do that in the summer. Right. But I I will never go out alone with a camera and try to film something. Like, that's. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, you uh, know, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I, it's definitely a funny feeling. Anyone who says the feeling is it's not funny... it's interesting. Yeah. Would, would they're telling you a lie. Like, I mean, cause yeah. you're getting all kind of reactions. Some people are laughing, yes. Some people are looking at you like, "What is that?" Some people are actually like, "Oh, that's cool," you know. But it's all kind of different reactions, and no one really quite knows what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like,
0: especially when you're like, one time we were at night at a spot, and we lit up the whole spot and that draws a lot of attention right. when you're like there with like two or three lights and cameras and like three people and then there was like a huge crowd of like 20 like youths that were drinking and partying and they all came over and i was like uh, oh yeah
1: and, and that's can't, also
0: not you... they just go away you... <laughs> like i i just <laughs> want, to film, here. I just want like... to film here
1: you know but that's also yeah. how you you connect with people too who like who maybe didn't yeah. know fingerboarding was still around or you find those people that used to fingerboard and, yeah. and they're kind of like, Oh, like I didn't know, you know, people still did this. Like I remember one time I was in target and, uh, just back when I first started, I was picking up a technique and, uh, I'm, you know, the guy was so excited that I was buying one that he ended up buying one. He was like, man, like, this is awesome. And his girlfriend, like, and I had one and we were just like playing with it at Target. And his girlfriend was just looking at us like, you guys, weird, you know, and we were having so much fun as grown ass men in the toy aisle at Target, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And, and yeah, so, you know, that's why I live outside too. You you know, you, you just never know who, you know, who you might run into that's like, oh, snap. Uh. You know, and now that we have the shop, you know, I like to promote, so I like to walk around with my fingerboard and yeah, you know, that like conversations and, and
0: and I think that that's something you pretty much have to do. You have to somehow get get your name out there, and yeah, yeah, no, get people yeah, to no, come for
1: sure. I keep it on my hip at all times. But, you know, yeah. I don't leave my house without my fingerboard. <laughs>
0: yeah, me, me neither. Like, like so many times when I don't have a fingerboard, I, it feels weird. Oh like, my
1: gosh. Like going to work without a fingerboard. Oh, is the
0: worst.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like
0: that. that's actually one of the things I really like about home office. Cause I, I'm not a big fan of home office. Cause I always like, uh, like separating between work and home. Uh-huh. And, uh, but usually I can't fingerboard at work because, uh, the desk I have is like very loud. Right. And when I fingerboard, you can hear like three offices down. And uh, yeah, so at home I can like, and cause usually like when I'm thinking about a problem at work, like my hands just grab a fingerboard and I just start doing nollie flips or free shoves, like a trick I can do without really looking at it. Right. And we'll just keep doing that to keep my hands busy while thinking about something. And yeah, that that really helps.
1: Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I remember because, uh, you know, I was working at an assisted living home for about three years and uh, actually just quit recently to um, kind of just focus on everything and focus on the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember when I would go in there sometimes without my fingerboard and on my like lunch breaks and stuff, I would just be miserable. <laughs> i was like i have nothing to do <laughs> i want to mm. film a clip and i have nothing <laughs> it's almost worse to leave my phone at home sometimes
0: <laughs> yeah um what's the favorite obstacle
1: um, i would have to say well, can I use one of my the parks at the shop for an example? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I have to say the L.A. theme park. I think that's a big yeah, obstacle. Yeah, I'd have to say definitely the parks here because they're the ones I have the most experience on. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I'm still kind of. But also do, do you have that,
0: a do you have a favorite spot at the um, at the LAFB park?
1: Um, I like the Causeway Gap. <laughs> oh. Causeway Gap
0: this uh, yeah it's so famous yeah. and it, and it it looks so great like uh every time i see pictures of it i'm like i fucking love the the like oversprayed graffitis yeah like the yes. they they're just like the the small touch it needed like
1: yeah yeah no for sure and i uh I, I do i can't lie i like our uh our flat table where we have our games of skate uh it was a custom mm-hmm. table built by reed ramps and it has playhouse fingerboard yeah, nice. engraved in it so i like the way nice. that looks too It's really smooth shout out to reed yeah. ramps <laughs> um what's your instagram name my instagram or reed ramps sorry
0: uh, your mine your is fungi the, finger, fungi
1: the fingerer. F U N G I the fingerer
0: I I this might sound very stupid but I think I actually just understood your uh, fingerboard handle <laughs> for the first time no, you know, I, I think you know but
1: I think I think a lot of people for the first time when they hear me say it will be like okay I get it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It I was the it same now. thing for me right now. Like. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I was more or less just being funny when I made it and uh, I just hate uh-huh. the finger. So, I,
0: yes. I, I mean, I, I I, also thought I was funny when I made my name, but it's like you know, the name I have on my Instagram account is a name I've been using online like way before I got back into fingerboarding. Right. And it's a, like... German play on words that doesn't translate to English. So yeah. Okay,
1: that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um. Concrete, wood, or granite? Hmm. Are we talking? Uh, I,
1: you know, I like granite to be honest. It's just mm. that, that marble top is smooth, but yeah, uh, you know, if we're not that, I definitely have to say wood. Over the oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I've been liking wood less and less, but uh, yeah, it also depends on having the right wheels for wood. Because I, I think urethane doesn't work that great on wood, or at least not every urethane does. Mm-hmm. And on uh, on wood, I much more prefer having like a more like a, a less grippy wheel, like. Uh, like even even something like uh cartwheels uh flat face black river wheels wind like something that's a bit more slippery because with your fane it it sometimes give, gives me too much grip right 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 the, the wood is also already a bit more grippy than uh and then concrete or granite and yeah
1: right i think because even for me because I'm still probably less than like a year in I'm still mm. finding out what I like the best and my favorites and- yeah
0: and, and that will will keep on yeah. keep on happening I think especially since you're now exposed to much more stuff because with uh, with me being a local at the berlin shop i've held so many setups in my hands like from people just passing through right and right. Uh, who are there for the weekend and like w- once you get talking to another fingerboarder eventually you'll switch setups for a trick or two and i've handled so many brands of wheels decks yeah right you you will be exposed to a lot i think
1: yeah no for sure for sure like we come back in about a year and have the same conversation you know i I, you know i Mm. probably have a different favorite but um but that's the beauty of it too um exactly of of, uh you know of, of being fresh you get to to do your research and you get to try new things um, yeah. one of the, you know, downfalls of like opening the shop, it has taken me away from actually like being the, the consumer and the rider, you know, strictly, um, mm-hmm. just cause more, you know, you're thinking more of like business things and that, but, um, but once we yeah. actually open up the shop, like I can't wait to actually just be like that rider again, you know, mm-hmm. just, and just, just have a
0: session with people yeah
1: and you know and, and and just you know enjoying just the riding part of it again just
0: yeah.
1: um, you know because you just when you're opening up you want to make sure everything is right and even when people are here yeah you, it's a lot of work yeah even when people are here you're more or less just making sure everybody's okay everybody's comfortable and instead of like yeah. you being the rider and stuff like that so that would yeah. be the only like opposite side of it I, I can't wait to yeah. get back into that you know Full yeah. ride mode. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, Nolly switch regular or fakie.
1: Uh, fakie is my most comfortable right now.
0: Nice. And uh, that's also something that I just unlearned. Like I'm so bad at fakie stuff. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but it's like that because I, I don't know. It's just. Your your rhythm or something gets a little weird because, like you said, you, you'll be fine at something and then you practice something else, and it's like it's like yeah. you almost forgot how to do that. It's almost like you kind of it, like exactly for a minute while you're progressing. It's weird, right? Yeah, <laughs>
0: but yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Like uh, I I sometimes feel like my skill level stayed the same and just shifted like from fakey tricks to Nolly tricks or yeah yeah no no i,
1: I totally agree and, it, and it's weird how that happens it's like one day mm-hmm. my trays can be so butter and then the next day it's like i can't even do it Like, what am i doing now? yeah yeah
0: <laughs> absolutely <laughs>
1: so i can do like six kick clips in a row like why
0: well, i'm not even trying to do that <laughs> yeah. and and fakey tray especially is a trick that always gives me a letter in the game of skate right like, right right but and it's and like I, I'm i always fine if I get a letter uh, to a trick that I've never done before, mm-hmm. like a nolly inward heel. Like, I still haven't landed a single one, right? Like, I've gotten clothes, but yeah, never proper nolly inward heel. So, if I get a letter with that, I'm like, yeah, whatever. But with like a fakey tray where you know you can do it, but being able to do it on the spot. It's always like I I just don't like how that trick feels but I like when I land it but yeah it's right
1: cuz it is right there you got you know you got your one try boom you got to it's, it. yeah, it's like
0: <laughs> it's so easy that it's really hard
1: right and if it if it just you know just sitting at your dash you probably do it all day I'm just sitting yeah. here all day so yeah and say, if you
0: and if you don't land it like first try you just do like two more and then you got a nice one and then and, you're
1: cool. yeah. but as soon as they say skate yeah, <laughs> like, oh. yeah it's like
0: one <laughs> trick go <laughs> yeah.
1: no, and, it, and it goes back to even like with the whole ollie or the, you know 180 it's just like even those simple moves always get somebody because mm-hmm. you know it, it, it's just i don't know if it's like the mental of it, it it's kind of it's kind of like a, a layup in horse it's like like if you're playing mm-hmm. basketball, it's like, dang, it's so easy. But if I miss it, you know, then I yeah. feel like, what the? Heck? It messes you up. Yeah. So there's that <laughs> mental part of it. It's like, and then when you miss, it, you're like, oh, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, we
0: we have some people at the Aussie shop who uh, can whoop your ass in a game of skate on uh, on a curb mm-hmm. without doing a flip trick, like. There's one guy he can do like so many weird grinds that you've never done before, right? And like all of them, like without a flip in, because like for example, flip back tail Mm -hmm. to me is much more is like way easier than a regular ollie back tail. Right? And he will just do like ollie back tail, ollie blunt, ollie feeble, like. Like f- fakey, f- fakey, all these switch feeble like things you never do like
1: exactly, <laughs> exactly. It, it's
0: and even though they are simple tricks, they are anything but easy. Right,
1: exactly. And and if you don't practice those, then yeah, then yeah, then you're gonna get a letter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's your
0: letter.
1: Here you go. Do get you thought. have <laughs> do you
0: have any hobbies outside of fingerboarding?
1: Ah, like. Uh, I like to rap. I make rap music. Hopefully, oh, i nice. will hear some edits <laughs> with my music on there soon. Um, nice. And you know, just outside that, I'm a I'm a dad. So you know, just being with the kids. Like,
0: yeah, I think that that is a very big hobby. Yeah, <laughs> like
1: and sleep, taking naps. <laughs> I used yeah. to be a big video game head, but past couple of oh, years, nice. I, I haven't been able to play as many. I'm I'm still
0: a bit a big video head, yeah. But But I also don't have kids, so yeah. Oh yeah, I still got that time.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, no, but you know, so I, you know, really just fingerboarding, and and I'm really just, you know, developing my business mind, just trying to prepare for for the year coming up, and I'm I'm just so excited. so happy yeah me,
0: me too i'm super excited to uh follow your journey
1: yeah thank you thank you like just you know manifestation is a big thing and and mm-hmm. people you know just i do want to say that like you can do anything that you want like right? people just you got to believe it just write your goals down put it up on the wall you know um mm-hmm. just whatever you want to do you can do it And alignment and manifestation is just a big part of why we're even sitting down talking right now, you know. Uh, and just keep believing. Whoever it is out yeah. there, you know, just keep believing in what you do. Believe in your yeah. company, you know. Believe in, you know, believe in your clips. Just believe. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 Um, the next one uh, I'm quite interesting to hear. Because with people uh, who've been fingerboarding for quite a while, I can usually guess, like there's a handful of answers that I usually get. Do you have a favorite fingerboard video and what is it?
1: Ooh, that is actually a great question. Um, you might with, be surprised. With, I'm a really big yeah. fan of the, the Femblance mix. Oh, I'm a yeah. really big fan of that because that kind of came out during the time when I was still new, um, mm-hmm. and still fresh. So, uh, really big fan, and just the, the the empowerment in that video, you know, just, mm. just y'all were shredding in that video, you
0: know. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I'm still like I I was a bit shocked when uh, Annie told me that I'm the opener. Right, right, and yeah it was... Oh,
1: you yeah, killed that thing you killed
0: that yeah. thing oh, that... and it like it's it's also nice to have like a part that i'm cuz i i i really like that part mm-hmm. and having a part that i'm proud of being part of that project and also now that i tore that park down and built a new one like having like like two solid videos on on that park is something that yeah that feels good
1: right no yeah no it definitely does and and uh, so you know I, I'm also a fan of shoot any Mike Schneider video that comes out I'm mean, gonna I got some Nico videos and anything from yeah. you know anything like I mean, on that you know those are next level The me, the,
0: the, the technical yeah, stuff. When yeah when I watch
1: those videos I'm like okay I, I need to, yeah. <laughs> you know, those videos yeah. kind of discourage me sometimes. I'm like, Ooh, do I need to be fingerboarding still? <laughs> yeah,
0: but I mean, I mean uh, Nico has been fingerboarding for, yeah. Yeah, for, you I,
1: know. I,
0: so. I've, I think he's close to a decade, if I remember correctly. And yeah. Right, yeah. Well, and also, good. like, do, those are uh, like... Those are like, I wouldn't say once in a generation talent, but they are few and far between. Like having an uh, Elias Asmut, uh, Nico Frank, uh, Dimitri uh, uh Ben Dulac, uh, Mike Schneider, like uh, Jay Linehan, like those are people who've been doing it forever and... Also I don't really think that I will ever be as good as any oh, of them. Like because nice. like they're so super good and uh like uh, for example with uh, Ben Dulac, uh shoutouts to Ben at this point, I know that he spends like so much time fingerboarding and puts so many hours in it and yeah, you. That doesn't count, like you. You don't get that good from just sitting on your ass. No, like,
1: not at all. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's hours. That's ten thousand yeah, hours. You got to put into work. Yeah, that's your ten thousand hours of mastering something. Right? They're exactly. They're as good at fingerboarding as anybody else. is good as anything they do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They're as good exactly. as fingerboarding is. You know, NBA players as good as playing basketball. Like,
0: yeah. yeah, and like there can be NBA players that are great from when they first pick up a basketball, but usually they have to do much more than that. Right,
1: you got to put in that time. Yeah, you got to put yeah. in that time. You can you can have the talent, but if you ain't putting that time, it
0: <laughs> yeah. doesn't know, go anywhere.
1: Yeah, and it's gonna show when uh, the lights are on. Yeah.
0: The uh, the next question is also one uh, I'm quite interested in, because I think that's something that might come up. Um, if you could get one Black River Park, which one would it be?
1: Oh, that's what I wish uh, Lottie was here to open that one. Because um, he's actually in the middle or process of ordering one. Mm-hmm. So I want to say nice. was it the G fourteen. Uh
0: yeah yeah, uh, that uh, that's the, that's the one with the centerpiece. That's a bit off angle and uh, the the big piece on the side. Yeah, hey, it's weird to describe the one with the red rail. Yeah yeah, I think that's, I the, that's the one that the we're actually, easiest. I
1: believe that's the one that we're actually gonna put in the order for.
0: Yes, yeah, like I, I heard rumors that there uh, might be something soon where uh, you can see all the names of the parks. Mm-hmm. And I think that would help this question quite a lot if there was something where I could look at and be like, oh yeah, the G11 is this yeah, one. Because yeah, yeah. I, I, like, <laughs> I know what a G8 looks like. I know what a, a G14 looks like. I know that the last part, like I know how the, the last part they, uh, they put out looks like. I know what a G3 looks like, a G1 and a G2, because right. those were the parks when I was heavily involved in the scene. Right. But yeah, anything in between, I'm like, which one was that? Uh, yeah, no, I, it's uh, so Was it that with the hubba? No. And that, yeah, that, this one, yeah. There's
1: so many, but that's also yeah. another thing why I love the community because of its history and, and there's just so yeah. much to learn about it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really sad because uh, there is a book uh, about fingerboarding by uh, Martin Winkler. Oh, really? But, uh, but it's only in German and I don't think it ever got translated into English and yeah that, that's always something where i'm like yeah sh- someone should write a book but i i don't want to because i i actually have written a book in the past mm-hmm. and it was a huge pain in the ass and i will i never want to do that i don't want
1: to go down that road again <laughs> yeah
0: it was like so much time put in there and uh, it, yeah it's but you have to it's, do like
1: the editing the publishing and
0: all yeah that. and and i mean i and i had a publishing deal that actually came to me and so it, it was like very a very fortunate position to be in and to actually like first create the book and then trying to get a publisher to publish it or do like a direct to consumer stuff like i have a full-time job like uh, yeah that's that's hard to do,
1: right? Wow, wow!
0: But someone should write a book about <laughs> fingerboarding in English.
1: Who's out there? Who wants to write? <laughs> yeah. the book? I know there's a and most there's of, an Instagram page, right? Like the history of fingerboarding. Uh, uh, yeah,
0: I, I think that's actually uh, uh, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's uh, run by a friend of mine uh, from Russia. Okay. Uh, alex yeah
1: that, I, I, that page is very helpful too yeah i love that page shout
0: out to that. um yeah uh, do you prefer a flat ground with an obstacle or a park
1: um i just prefer outside <laughs> oh,
0: yeah i mean that, that's a very valid answer yeah
1: you know i <laughs> prefer outside like just so, I mean, I guess it would be, like, obstacle-ish, but, you know... Um,
0: I think outside is much more comparable to a park, because it's right. like, this is what you have, and you usually can't change that much about it. Right, exactly. Like,
1: it's like, this is it, here, make it Make it do what it do. Exactly. Like,
0: I have this, like... Uh, I don't know if you can call it a theory, but um, I uh, I'm a f- it's I think it's more like an opinion where I think like I have a hierarchy of uh, of clips uh, like how I categorize clips because for example in skateboarding uh, when you see a video of someone doing something in the skate park—that's mm-hmm. usually an Instagram clip. Like, it's very rare that you can that you actually see a video part with clips of a skate park in there. Right, and because the skate park is where they practice stuff. And for me, in fingerboarding, the equivalent is. desktop, like desktop with an obstacle, is for me the equivalent of a skate park clip in uh, skateboarding. And a fingerboard park is the equivalent to a street spot, because it's like, this is what you have. Yes, it's built for fingerboarding, same as a skate park that's built for skateboarding, but it's much more like this is what you have. Usually you're uh, it's the first time you see that park. Uh, I mean, unless it's someone like me living in Berlin or someone, right? Hopefully, of your uh, of your uh, regul- regulars in in the future, yeah, uh, sure. come there all the time. But yeah, for me, it's like street skating is much more equivalent to a fingerboard park in fingerboarding, and outdoor fingerboarding is just super hard like like a kickflip manual on in in on an on a decent outdoor spot is so much harder than it looks right it's like sometimes deceptively like it's it looks so easy sometimes and then you're standing there with your back bent like (laughs) very weirdly or you're like Uh, on on your knees and your knees hurt and like it's never comfortable to uh, like obstacles are never like like uh, chest high and you can comfortably stand right
1: right especially if you're tall like you always yeah like like i'm 6'3 so everything is kind of low. like
0: yeah I, i think i'm actually uh i think in I would also be six one or something. Yeah, no, you I'm see, old, yeah, also quite quite tall. Yeah, I, I remember one outdoor clip where I had to basically like I started at knee height and landed like between my feet. Oh shit and, and I had to do that trick for like ten minutes and like my back hurt and I was I was miserable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Have you ever been outside and almost like lost your fingerboard trying to do some tricks?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, it falling in a crack, or or down uh, down the other side of a stair set where you actually have to walk down the stair right, set. But it's always
1: okay. those spots where you're like I have to do it. <laughs> I have to do yeah. it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I have to.
0: Oh, that's too funny. Um, heel flip or kick flip? Uh, kick flip. Hmm. Uh, uh, who's the favorite fingerboarder
1: Ooh, good question I would have to say everybody in my team fingerboarders with attitude so let me go ahead and shout them out right now mm-hmm. so we're going to go we got my boy Donnie Donnie shreds. we got Backsmith the Fakie my boy Joey we got PJ Fingerbreaks um, Slim Benzine James who else we got? I can't forget anybody. Who else we got? Oh, we got Fingerbang, aka Neek. Um, and some other people that ain't even in the click. Uh JG Fingerboard. Um, shout out to Nurses Board, Maria FB. They're sick. Uh mm-hmm. uh um EJ, the fingerboard queen. Uh who else? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah that, I'm a that, big fan. I got
0: that, that That's a decent list. Like,
1: yeah, gotta, you know, I definitely um, check them out. I'm trying to make sure I don't yeah. forget anybody in my squad. They're, they're, they're my, you know, they're my people, man. Shout out to FPWA. Uh, yeah. Making sure i don't forget about. I think I got everybody covered, man. Yeah nice if I did, oh Bodhi Beach Bomb my boy Beach Bomb FB that's my guy yes sir
0: a lot of things for me to check out later oh yeah no, for sure shout out to
1: the squad FBW we have an Instagram too
0: yeah you have to send me that oh yeah no, I
1: will I will
0: yeah um, what's your favorite food
1: favorite food Sure. Yeah, uh, I'm from LA and I'm half Mexican, so I have to say Mexican food or chicken. Food.
0: <laughs> um, I I mean, those are two things I could go for every day. Every day,
1: right? <laughs> I, every day, no question. Um,
0: my they, my man. boyfriend hates chicken, and I can't understand that. Like, I'm like, chicken.
1: it's Give me some perfect chicken. food. I eat a hundred. Yeah. 100. <laughs> <sighs> Big fan of hot dogs, too. I love hot dogs.
0: Hmm. (laughs) Um, do you have a favorite skateboarder?
1: Favorite skateboarder? Uh, shoot, you know, I grew up watching like people from back in the day. Uh, I always liked Terry Kennedy just for you know what he represented, he being uh, Mm -hmm. you know, from out here. Um, I like Niger just cuz he's been killing it for so long. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, I can't. I can't say that.
0: Like like some of his tricks are would even be fucking technical on a fingerboard. Like,
1: like I mean he uh, makes it look so easy and butter. It's just Yeah. Uh, you know, I can't go against greatness. Um, you know. Yeah. I like Daywon Song. I, I, I like Yeah. A, people, you know, a few people um and, and there's a lot of people man I, I like that Never even made it, you know. A lot of local legends, Venice legends, rest in peace, uh, Black Dan. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot, a lot of people in LA that were good that just never made it out.
0: No. Yeah, I mean, LA is, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. on, on a different level.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Again, rest in peace, Black Dan, Venice legend, just passed away.
0: Um, do you like uh, loose tight or medium trucks?
1: Ah, medium. Medium. Even when I'm regular skateboarding, I can't be too loose. I've tried mm-hmm. them all. Uh, medium, for sure.
0: What was your last personal NBD? So, the last trick you did that you've never done before and that you were stoked on?
1: Uh, oh, shit, a Nolly Flip. <laughs> a nolly oh, nice. Flip. Yeah, I did that, that,
0: That's a milestone. Yeah. That's a milestone uh, trick.
1: And you know, I did it off some stairs that I was practicing on here, and I was shocked myself. <laughs> nice. I can't do it consistently now, but uh, I definitely did it once. The,
0: the, the first one is uh, the most important yeah, one.
1: Yeah, I did it once. Yeah, so, you know, that was... I do you prefer... Oh, go
0: ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, do you prefer to have one setup or multiple setups? Um...
1: Personally, I like one, Um, but I'm also, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. Like, I'm a person that if you're new to the scene and you're new to fingerboarding, I feel like you have to learn how to do like an ollie and a kickflip on a tech deck first. Uh, I just feel like it's fundamental. Like, if you can learn it there, then you can come to a professional fingerboarding. Maybe,
0: maybe, but I i like uh like uh i like people starting out on at least a decent deck like uh the asy shop has like uh i think they are like twenty five euros which would be like thirty thirty five dollars right. and they're like very cheap china trucks, cheap china bearings but uh like decently made uh wood deck with foam grip and lock nuts. And
1: but see I don't know if you appreciate it though if you not touch the tech deck. Yeah, but I that person like I just feel like yeah. to get and and I know maybe nobody would agree with me, but I just feel like when you first start, if you can do a kickflip on a tech deck or a volley, mm-hmm. like when you get to your professional wooden board, you're just gonna appreciate
0: it so much. And I- yeah, that that that's true. But yeah, maybe it's just because I grew up with very shitty tech decks <laughs> <Because> back then. <laughs> no, yeah. Tech decks were crap. <laughs> like, like you you would need to super glue the the nuts into place because there was were no lock nuts. Uh, the wheels didn't have any bearings. the you know, The tape was yeah. Right. Not really there, like, and they were twenty six millimeters, and yeah.
1: Yeah, no, no. I, I I feel you. Like I said, don't stick with them too long. I, I just you know, yeah. if you're brand new, and and, and you really like want to have like respect for the art and the skill, then I think you have to appreciate like where it came, you know, where that the difference in it, you know, the difference in the actual uh fingerboard because I hate when I when I pull up with my fingerboard and people call it a tech deck. Like I hate that. (laughs) Even though you know just because I know that we're like in the community and it's like no you don't even understand the whole the whole art and the dedication that actually goes into these boards. So I I, I don't know. You know
0: what would be your most hated trick in a game of skate?
1: Most hated uh, anytime somebody pulls out a Nolly or a Switch, anything. <laughs>
0: yeah, but that, yeah, you'll get there. Is is there like a trick you can do, but you're afraid to do it in a game of skate? Like oh, with the the fakie the, tray for the me. Fakey
1: tray that we were talking about earlier. Mm. Probably the fakie yeah. tray. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like I know I could do it, but as soon as yeah. you say "I'm skate," I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Plastic or urethane wheels.
1: I like your thing I like your
0: thing Yeah, same. Um, what's your favorite beverage? Ooh, milk. <laughs>
1: mm,
0: that, that's a milk very is my nice beverage. Drink in the world. Um, uh, cats
1: or dogs. when <laughs> we're talking like soda or something, probably a good old can of Coke. <laughs> but uh, I could drink milk all day with any.
0: Lunch dinner, yeah. Same, like I, I drink, like when I open a can of milk, I usually finish it,
1: yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I, I can probably drink a half a gallon, like you know, right now, like, I'm sick. I think I was a baby cow in my past life, yeah. Same, <laughs> uh,
0: something because
1: I love milk too much,
0: yeah. But now, the important question cats or dogs? Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> dogs. We got three here at the shop actually. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah. If anybody comes through, you'll meet them. We got Harlow, Lily, other dog we just got on the dog nice.
0: Nice. Do you have any sponsors?
1: Uh, Me personally? I have uh, yeah, shout out to Grouchy FPS on the East Coast and Brodex um, up in Oregon. They're up and company. Up and coming Mm -hmm. company and also a new up and company up and coming company, uh Ruby Lake.
0: <laughs> I haven't heard of them. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, go on.
1: Oh, you know, all all pretty much uh, you know, smaller companies that are uh but very good quality. Uh the, the people who run them are awesome people. Um and you know in the shop we definitely have a lot of sponsors coming through for our event, even you know it's, Companies such as factor,
0: they're dynamic. Uh, nice. Yeah, cool a to see them support them. Uh, will be at the event for sure. Nice. Uh,
1: 32
0: or 34 millimeter?
1: Uh, I started off with 34, now I'm on the 32. So i probably yeah. said at 32 right now.
0: Yeah, nice. Yeah, I rarely heard, hear that direction. I usually hear. Thirty-two and then thirty-four.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I figured be like, like I, I was brand new, so I figured hey, I'm a taller guy. <laughs> I might need a little bigger board or something, you know, bigger hands. Um, but yeah. the thirty-two is smooth. I'm actually curious mm-hmm. to try out my twenty-nine beast pants too. I'm gonna set that up. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, I give it a try. Yeah, you know, that's and there, there's uh, there's like pros and cons to all of them, right? Like, Like, I I have a friend who's, like, super technical, and he rides 29, and he's, like, super good. Right. And, yeah, and I'm, like, happy in the 33.3 mark. I have two other friends who like uh, riding a lot of outdoor, Mm -hmm. and they're even into the, like, 36 millimeter territory. And um, yeah, right.
1: And one I've noticed with my different boards too, like I'm better at different tricks, you know, depending on what board it is. Like my Grouchy yeah. board, I'm really good with like flips and one eighties. Uh, with my rodex decks, my kick flips and hill flips are super solid. Uh, my Beast pants, you know, I'm able to get my flips in the grinds, you know. So yeah. all of them, are yeah. And,
0: the, good. and if eventually, you'll find find a deck that works uh, for most tricks. Right. And I also find that, uh, like, setup composition is really important to me. Like, having, like, I have so many setups that are, that have the same deck, but have, like, like I have from the 5 luck uh, Tech 5 shape or the two different shapes of the Tech 5 mold. I currently have, like, six different setups and they all have, like, different wheels or different trucks, and that makes such, such a big difference and uh, helps me learn some tricks. Like, for example, uh, I had a Beast Pants uh, a while back uh, with uh, super low trucks and uh, kind of small wheels. And that was my training setup because it was super light and super responsive. And I learned Nolly Heels on that one and Switch Trace. Right. Because it, it just was easier for me to flip that than another deck. And, and a little yeah, more power having, power. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know why. And and it didn't last that long because for some reason the pop just disappeared on that, that deck. But yeah, while it lasted, it, it was quite well. It worked quite well.
1: Yeah, no, for sure, and I'm definitely you know mm-hmm. curious to see what I'll be riding at the end of the year, and you know just where I'll be, where my skills will be.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to to follow that. Um, oh, yeah. Do you have any dream sponsors?
1: You say any drink sponsors?
0: A uh, dream sponsors? Oh,
1: dream sponsors. Um, huh. Sure. Anybody? Anybody from? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a real West Coast guy, and I like you know supporting my own people. So anybody from mm-hmm. anybody from Southern California, anybody from California, like dynamic, uh, a beast pants. You know, uh, mm-hmm.
0: I mean that would be a sick lineup.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, sure, <laughs> definitely. If, if I was sponsored by them, I'd be a happy camper. Um, yeah. you know, I mean, of course, everybody would love to be sponsored by face or Black River, and stuff. but but yeah. my skills ain't up to par. I know that. <laughs> but yeah. um, but um, nah, you know, if I could uh, land like dynamics, uh, that would be awesome.
0: Yeah. Um. Do you have a favorite Instagram follow? So an uh, an account that you like seeing new content of the most could be anything.
1: uh honestly, probably. Um, if it was outside of fingerboard, I like Say Cheese TV on Instagram. They give a lot of, you know, info in the hip hop community and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I like Say Cheese nice. TV.
0: Nice. And uh, last question: uh, Do you have a favorite overall company?
1: Hmm. Favorite? You know, uh, I I don't know if I can answer that fairly right now. Um, <laughs> just because. I know I'm going to be dealing with so many different companies Mm -hmm. over the next couple of months, even before July. So I don't know if I can answer that fairly right now, but as far as who I've dealt with so far, I mean, everybody's been awesome. Everybody has... Has been just smooth. I haven't had any problems, you know, as far as like the companies that we already have on yeah. our site, uh, Beast Pants, Kims, Dynamics, Brodex, uh, nice. like all of them. Finco, I think they're out in uh, the, in London. Um, um, or, well,
0: was, I'm not not sure. It it could be
1: somewhere in international. I can't think of top, but <laughs> but everyone has been awesome.
0: Awesome. that's cool to hear and uh, you you mentioned your event um you will you will have an event soon right
1: yes yes we're having our grand opening event uh, July 11 7 so everybody write that down come out yeah. we're excited uh sorry you,
0: you actually you actually cut out when you set the date so uh, I just oh, heard July. <laughs>
1: All right, here we go. Yeah, so we're having an event, uh, July eleventh, seven eleven. Mark that down in your calendars. Come out. I mean, we're gonna go crazy. This event is gonna be fun. We're gonna have raffle tickets. We're gonna have uh, giveaways, food, concert. We're gonna have it all. Nice. You know, we're gonna have it all. And uh, my goal is just, you know, to to. To have that place for the West Coast, so when everybody comes mm-hmm. out here, you know, when y'all come out, y'all have a place to come to when y'all come to California. Yeah, that,
0: that would be would be dope. You know, and cool. I I can't wait to see footage of that event. Oh yeah, oh
1: yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a movie, and every event's gonna get better and better. So it's just the first. Yeah, excited. yeah,
0: yeah. That's true.
1: It's gonna be a lot. Yeah, we gonna I've... have a lot, lot of surprises, a lot of surprises yeah. out here. I'm telling you, you do not want to miss it. You know what I it. Mean?
0: Nice. I I think this brings us uh, to the end. Uh, unless there's any anything else you want to shout out or uh, that you want to mention.
1: Uh just you know I just want to make sure um, you know give my little shout out to uh, my boy Ladi, aka Finger Flip. My baby's being disruptive now, um, but yeah. you know he, he like I said he's been a tremendous help. He's been uh, running the page, you know, doing all the promotion. Every time y'all see anything playoffs, fingerboard shop, probably him, you know, holding it down. Um, Shout out to my team, fingerboarders with Attitudes. Y'all know who y'all are. Hopefully we can come back with all the squad on here one night and hang with you. And, you know, get us all on here at one time and just have a party, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, I I can't wait to do that at at the Aussie shop again soon. Like, just having the... The usual squat there yeah. and just having a session on, until we don't want to anymore. Yeah, and
1: uh, you know, I hate to forget, like, shout out to the other shops who've been so helpful. Um, just anytime I had questions or just giving me a virtual tour their shop, or shop, uh, such as like Good Lives and, and this FB. Uh, you know, yeah, I yeah. Th-
0: this is uh, it's on my list. Uh, I think this FB is like the last one oh, yeah. that I haven't talked to. Oh, yeah. I mean, exactly. Slashcard also, but yeah, yeah they
1: yeah. they're popping. They they got it lit out there in Colorado. So you know, mm. all the all the shops that I've uh, reached out and even you know, I see everyone who has showed us much love and support and. And just receiving mm. that love. Yeah, we we
0: all want to see it succeed. Yeah, like, no, I know.
1: And I appreciated yeah. it, and I felt that genuineness from, from everyone. And, and you know, we, we just we ain't, we ain't trying to upset y'all. We we coming, we are coming. You know, with some heat. Yeah. And, and we're just excited to push the scene forward, and and just excited for everybody to come out and hang with us and, and ride out. You know, but when y'all come mm. here, y'all better be ready to ride. You know what I mean? <laughs> come here for showing them skills. Just come here, you know. Don't be playing around here. (laughs) You know, y'all better come with it. Anybody can beat me too, man. (laughs) Whoever can beat me, I got some giveaways for you. That shouldn't be too hard.
0: (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I think this is a perfect place to wrap it up. So... Yeah, thank you uh, very much for your time. Yeah, thank you. This was a pleasure.
1: Oh, my bad. One more time. I gotta tell people, again, manifestation, and alignment, whatever you want to do, believe in, write that shit down on a piece of paper, put it on your wall where you see it every day, put it on your steering wheel. Whatever you want to do, you can accomplish it. And that's real shit. And thank you, Hannah, very, very much. Like I said, it's been, you know, my honor. It's always been a goal of mine to be able to sit down and tell a piece of my story. Hopefully I can come back again and we can do it again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So, yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for being my guest. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And you'll catch me in the next episode. Oh, yeah. Bye.